Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowner's insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you have a cute little reading nook for those rainy days when you want to curl up with a good book, but you don't even read, so you just sit in there during thunderstorms and scroll through memes on your phone and laugh in the darkness. <laughs> the GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the dark, meme-filled corner you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a Sweet Truth Media production and may not be suitable for all audiences. Let's get around. It's time for the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. Well, hello everyone. I am Billy Dees, and this is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth podcast. With me, as always, is the co-host, Sugar Shane. How's it going, Shane? Oh, man, doing fantastic. Well, that's good. (laughs) And with us tonight, as he often is, is Jack Casey. What's going on, man? Eh, Not too much. Just uh, waiting in anticipation to check out this new interface tomorrow. Oh, cool, cool. Hey, uh, if you've never checked out our podcast before, we are primarily a live podcast. We are on twice a week, Monday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then again on Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth on Spreaker. That app is free, and at any time, you can check out our past shows. You can follow us at Sweet Truth Radio on Twitter, and <clears throat> excuse me, on our Twitter account what i have on there now is i have the link to our spreaker show and the itunes so if you just go to sweet truth radio on twitter those two links are there and of course if you have itunes just look up sweet uh sweet truth radio the sanctuary of sweet truth podcast and we are on there so um if you have any questions or anything like that just tweet us and we'll tell you where to find us uh, interesting couple days here. I can't believe that, first of all, it's De- it's December 17th. How are you guys doing with your Christmas shopping? Uh, still got some to do. I haven't done a damn thing. How about you, Jack? So far, I've only bought presents for my mom's cats. Oh, well, that's good. You got your yeah, pumpkin cat lover, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm a cat lover, so you, you got those, uh... uh priorities correct yeah i got Being, her some treats and uh i got him a new laser pointer because her old one died and then um later tonight when i get off here i'm gonna order a new cat bowl that hopefully will cut down on her one fat cat's weight a bit oh um, yeah my girlfriend says the cat looks like a meatloaf oh <laughs> how, how how old is the heavy cat 
uh, I think they're one and a half now. Is it's a brother? Oh, and they're sister. that young. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the and... sister is now nineteen and a half pounds, oh. going on twenty. Yeah, she's getting large. And um, so I, I went to a friend's house in Pittsburgh when I went out for that wedding, and uh, her cat had been like bigger than my mom's calico, which was like twenty two pounds at one point. So I hadn't seen this cat in about three years, and um, so I see it, and it didn't even look like the same cat. It lost so much weight. So I asked her like how she did it, and uh, she got this thing called a um, an activity feeder. Which is okay. this, like, it has a bunch of different chambers sticking out with, like, an automated feeder bowl. And what it does is it makes it so the cat has to, like, actually kind of work for their food. Like, paw the food oh. out. So mm. it makes it so they eat slower and they don't throw up as much. So I'm going <laughs> to, yeah, yeah, my mom's, the, the fat one has a problem with throwing up a lot. That's uh, probably because she's got too much food in her. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so that's why uh, I want to get this uh, feeder bowl uh, so that she'll slow down her eating. And uh, as I said, like, uh, my friend's cat lost 11 pounds in nine months with this thing. Wow. Wow. So, well, what I was going to say is the reason why the, I asked, <laughs> the reason I asked about how old they are is that that can be dangerous in older cats when they get that yeah. big. Hmm. I'm kind of suspecting that's why uh, my the calico my mom had died a little bit early was because she was very round. <laughs> yeah. So they're uh, you know, some of their um, you know like kidneys and all that can start to fail. So, well, anyway, we are going to talk about some predictions for 2019. I got um, kind of like about two or three of them. But before we get into that, I'm going to talk about a couple of news stories here. And I know you guys would be interested in this. I know Shane would be under under the new <laughs> under the new Department of Agriculture. All right. Okay. Hemp is expected to do well under the new farm bill. It is awaiting Trump's signature, and what it's going to do is basically put this under state regulation, and it removes hemp from the federal outlaw drug list. Cool. Um, now, you've said, you've said before that hemp has a lot of uses like a lot of people don't realize it can be used for fabric and, and stuff oh, like yeah. that am i right about yeah it makes the best okay. it makes the best clothes you can buy like i don't know really if, yeah if you know joe rogan or know about joe rogan that's all he wears is hemp clothes everything he owns and you can have a you can buy a shirt like made that's made of hemp and you if you take care of it you'll have that damn shirt for 20 years yeah, I have a hemp wallet that I've had for about 17 years now. And, I mean, it's kind of getting beat down, but um, it's lasted and stayed intact for quite a long time. Yeah, wow. It's some, it's some good shit. I mean, it makes the and, best rope. That's what they used to use to hang your neck in the Old West. All the ropes were made of hemp. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah, the, I, just, I just find that amusing, but go ahead. The Declaration yeah. of Independence is uh, yeah. printed on hemp paper. Hemp paper, yeah. Really? Yep. Oh, you yep. guys you guys are like a history lesson today. <laughs> Sorry. I did not do that. <laughs> no, that's good. <laughs> now, a lot of people don't realize it's different than marijuana, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yes. a different. Yeah. Okay. There's marijuana. very low THC count in it. Yeah, you know? right. It's just like a sister plant, but it doesn't get you high or anything. Yeah, you'd have to okay. smoke a shitload of hemp, man, I mean, to get anything. I don't know if you could smoke enough before you make yourself sick. Really? Yeah, hemp can yeah. also, it, hemp's also a major ingredient in CBD oil as well, which a lot of people can use for, you know, slight pain relief, stuff like that. Right, yeah. States are that. trying to outlaw stupidly, but, you know, whatever. It's crazy, you know. 
but anyway, we've talked about this before. I, I've said that the dominoes are going to start to fall when it comes to this. And I, I, I just want to, um, as a related story, uh, Governor Cuomo from uh, New York, uh, he's putting in a bid to just legalize it and forget it. So, like I said, a lot of states now, we got wow. Michigan and, of course, uh, uh, Canada uh, right above us. They, they've, they, they've gone that route. And I just believe now that the, the dominoes are really going to start to fall. And uh, sooner or later, it's going to be legal. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we'll just have to wait and see what happens there. Um, this is an interesting story. And, and I, I'm going to kind of bring Jack in on this because I know how you are about religion. Okay. And this is a story about the archdiocese. This... um. That they apologized after a Michigan priest accused, uh, supposedly, okay, some people interpreted his sermon as condemning a teen at a funeral service who committed suicide. Yeah, I read and, about this. And apparently, uh, you know, some of the people there uh, left in tears. And his homily at the December 8th funeral for Mason Hulleberger, I hope I have that name correct, he died on December 4th, has sparked outrage from the teen's family. According to the 18-year-old's father, the uh, priest condemned his son instead of celebrating his life. In a copy of the homily released Thursday by the Archdiocese, he told the crowd of mourners that Christians believe that, quote, Salvation belongs to Jesus Christ, and there is hope in eternity, even for those who take their own lives. Now, that probably would have been good if he stopped right there, but he continued on. Having said that, I think that we must not call what is bad good, what is wrong right, because we are Christians. We must say what we know is the truth, that taking your own life is against God who made us and every and against everyone who loves us, he said. The finality of suicide makes this all worse. You cannot make things right again. So, um, I don't know if I would have said that at somebody's funeral. Um, there's, there's a lot to dissect here. Um, suicide itself. Is it a sin? And um, should, the, should the priest, whether he's part of whatever denomination he is, whatever faith he is, should he be using the opportunity at the funeral, you know, which funerals are essentially for the living, for the family, uh, is that the right place to be uh, criticizing the actions of the departed? And I'll oh. start with you on that, Jack. No, you save that shit for Sunday. Yeah. I, I read the story and it, it, it enraged me. I, I was pissed. Um, you're going to sit in front of this family that's already in all this pain and then tell them that their son is possibly going to go to hell because he killed himself. Yeah. Um, I just, if, if I was in that family's place, I, I don't know if I would have been able to hold back, not going up and punching that motherfucker in the face. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the thing is there's a time and place for that, you know? Yeah. You, you don't do it when you're trying to celebrate a life or when a family's already grieving after losing a member four days before. Right. And um, and also, it just kind of stinks of being a self-righteous prick, if you ask me as well. Oh, certainly. certainly. Like the sanctimony in that speech was just ungodly. <laughs> I guess to not choose a better word. Um, 
but I, yeah. it just it adds to my theory that religion turns a lot of people into snooty, self righteous, uh, have to be up other people's asses, you know, pricks. Pretty right, much. right, right. Because I uh, I grew up in a, in a kind of a Christian environment, and a lot of what turned me off of it was just being around a lot of these people who just can't keep their noses out of each other's business, have to be judgy. When you know, judge not, yes, you be judged. It's right. just one of my favorite Bible quotes. And um, like one example is we had family friends whose uh, whose son got married, and they found out his wife was banging three different guys. Okay. So he divorced her, and um, the rest of the shit talking and everything from all the old biddies of the church essentially drove these people who had been in the church like twenty years like out of the church, and they had wow. to go to another one. Yeah, over their son divorcing because his wife was fucking three different guys. So what their thing was, they're supposed. Well, he could forgive her, and you know they can go to now, dude. If your wife's banging three dudes, you you got to get rid I of her. I think you got to wait. I think you got to wait till she goes to seven. When she hits seven, <laughs> that's when it's like the, the seven fucking sins. Oh, oh, yeah. so, <laughs> well, yeah. in this case, they're all the same one fornication, but they're yeah. all all seven. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. they covered them all. That don't, that don't make any sense. That's some bullshit. Because first of all, even even Jesus said that that divorce is okay. It said in in adultery. So if she's banging three damn dudes. She's already committed adultery. He's free to divorce. Oh, well, think, okay. So I, I don't. Was, so I don't know what their shitting story comes from. That's stupid. He's free. He's free to divorce and free to remarry. She's not. My thing about the whole thing was like so someone's son got divorced who lives in Akron and doesn't even come to your church anymore. Like how the hell does that affect you? Right. I mean, it just yeah. gives you, you know, a high horse to sit on. I mean, you're going to die on that hill. Like, that's what you're doing. Okay. Right. Um, but, you know, just stuff. it was just stuff like that, man. Even in early age, that just turned me away from the whole God principle, you know. Just, I, right, I've right, never right. been a religion, and this guy's, pro-religion type. In this guy's case, this is what I, I would have done. If he believes like he believes and he wanted to give that speech, what he should do, not only with this family, but with every family he's going to get up and talk at. He should cancel with the family. That way they know where he stands. Because if they would have yeah. knew where he stood, they would have said, well, we appreciate the opportunity, but we're not going to have your ass speaking at our son's funeral. They would have got Correct. somebody else. If they would have well, canceled. in a lot of cases, they don't really have a choice depending on where the uh, funeral is being held. Like, after my dad died, uh, we had the funeral at the church, which, ironically, he didn't attend anymore because he'd gotten to a you know fight with the pastor at some point yeah and um so i mean a lot of cases it's the venue that chooses who speaks you don't get to say what minister or what friend or whatever is going to officiate the funeral other than and especially with especially with the catholic church like if you have a say a wedding in a certain church then the pastor of that church is going to be the one performing the wedding Uh. at least that's my experience It, it might not be the same everywhere but in my lifetime, every you know Catholic ceremony I've been to, it's always been the in-house pastor. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's changed a little bit. I don't know enough to say for sure. Um, so I mean, it really depends, probably on the parish. A lot yeah, of other things. As yeah. I said, that's just my experience. I mean, it could be different. I could be wrong. But you know, every yeah. time I've done something like that. Uh, you know, what's interesting about suicide is, let's say, for example, you try to kill yourself, and um, you 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 fail. And you're in the hospital. It, according to this, you should be arrested <laughs> for attempted murder. Right. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> right. 
right. Well, suicide is actually a, uh, I think, a first-degree misdemeanor in a lot of cases, like attempted really? suicide. I was, was going to ask if, yeah, if anybody yeah. had heard anything about that, yeah. yeah well, it's just so it that... Is, yeah, in some places, it's illegal. It's pretty much so that uh, the authorities who discover you or find you uh, can have some kind of legal basis to hold you for you know X amount of time to really? try and stop you from reattempting. Yeah. Well, I know that, like for example, it's not covered in life insurance policies, which is probably understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I, I never I've, i I've been meaning to ask some of my lawyer friends about that. If you can actually be charged with attempting to kill yourself. You absolutely uh, can. It's, it happened to a friend of mine one time. Which really? He's still with us. Yeah. He, uh, he, he didn't end up having to pay any fines or do any jail time or anything, but he was in a psych hospital for a while. Yeah. And it was state enforced. But I think yeah. it was just a reason for them to take him in. Oh, well, yeah, mean, that might have been. Just, yeah. They might have done like, that to make sure he take someone in like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, before we get to our predictions, got one more little story here. I just want to get your reaction. I have no problem with this. Okay, I'd be, I'm, people listening out there, I have I have no issue with this at all, but I, I do find it interesting. E, the Miss Universe pageant had a transgender woman competing in the uh, uh, competition. It was Miss Spain, I believe. I don't know if I have the name correct here. I, I mean, as far as pronunciation, it was like Angela Ponce or Ponce. I'm not sure. Uh, 27 years old. And uh, like I said, I have no issue with this as far as I'm concerned. If you want to become a woman and walk on stage and get objectified like the rest of the women, (laughs) go right ahead. Shake that ass. What would you you change? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What would you change? I'd want world peace. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Thank you. Such deep thought. Did you hear about that, Jack? Yeah, I did. Um, I don't really care about that either i mean whatever floats your boat now my thing is when you have a male to female um transgenders decide that they want to go into female sports that's a problem then they give them and then they give them like world records you Mm -hmm. know uh there's you know you you have to take the politics out of this i I have no issue with 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 the beauty pageant thing other than i kind of feel that beauty pageants are should be kind of a thing of the past at this point. I think we, we've, we've gotten to the point now where, you know, they don't want to do bathing suits and all this other stuff. And yeah, that's correct, because they don't want to objectify the women. Then, then what's the purpose of having them just for looks anyway? Oh, I mean, yeah, I think I, I agree. Yeah, it's I mean, pointless, but... Yeah, uh, so, you know, with that being said, if beauty pageants are your thing and, and, and you want to have uh, transgenders in there, that's fine. Um, but there's been a couple of cases where I believe it was track where, um, you know, there was uh, the situation that you described, and then they gave these, uh, you know, these uh, uh, transgender athletes the records for the women's competition. Because, hey, I, I, now that, I, that's, th- there's got to be a way of putting common sense into this. Oh, yeah, because uh, biologically, I mean, men and women are fundamentally different. And even after hormone therapy, you still have to uh, take into account skin elasticity, you got to take into account bone density, yeah, muscle mass. Structure. Yeah, muscle, absolutely, yeah. There was yeah. a push a while back, a bunch of blue hairs whining on Twitter about um, how they want uh, transgender MMA fighters. 
And it's like, do you really want uh, someone who was formerly a man with the bone density, bone structure, you know, skeletal, yeah. muscular structure to be beating the crap out of, like, female uh, MMA fighter? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just it screams unfair to me. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm all for the, uh, you know, the equality of the sexes, however you want to define all the genders and however you want to piecemeal them out. I would never, ever... Uh, you know, treat anyone um, in, in a disrespectful manner, or no matter what you feel you are, uh, it, whatever it is about your psyche, whatever makes you feel important, whether it's your sexuality or whether it's your religion or whether it's your ethnicity, whatever you feel passionately about that defines you as a human being, I would never disrespect that. Okay, all I'm saying is, is that in some of these situations, like you're describing, Jack, there has to be a way to put some common sense, you know, some common sense judgments into how these things get classified and how they get judged. That that that's all. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's really not that hard to understand. Do you have any, uh, uh, Shane? You were kind of quiet on this one. You got any input on it? On the whole religion thing? No, and what we were just talking about with the uh, uh, transit gender. Oh, on that, on that. Uh... I don't really care as far as the pageants go. I mean, I think it's. Um, I mean, I think it should be known, though, don't you? Or do you th- do you think it shouldn't be known? You know, I don't know. I, that's something I, I'd really have to analyze a little more. Um, you know, because you do have the issue of privacy. Right. Yeah. And and, and as, as technology goes along, uh, there could be a lot of things about your uh, medical background of one thing or another that are 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 you know the case may be different than uh what you were born with i mean uh so i don't know that that i'd have to analyze a little bit um but certainly if you are if i would say if you are performing as an athlete oh yeah man yeah i don't agree there has to be some disclosure yeah i'm like i'm like jack over there i don't think you should be fighting women and shit you know knowing that you you know with the body of a man well, yeah. I, I was saying I don't really care what you do. It's just in the context of the sport. It, right. it's, it's like just letting baseball players just do steroids. Yeah, you know, yeah. like why not have like MLB players go against like high school players, but then call it like a record? You know, stuff like that. Right. And, uh, yeah. I'm sure ten years yeah. from now, someone will hear this and crucify me, and I really don't care. But you know, and yeah. as I said, I don't care what you do, man. You want to be? You're, is your name Brandon? You want to be called Brenda? I mean, dude, yeah. whatever floats boat. Don't affect me. But um, yeah. it, it can affect others in some cases, and that's when I kind of want to yeah. draw the line on some of this. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about some things that might happen in the next year to the next 18 months. Not, I don't really have these, like, uh, entertainment ones, like uh, so-and-so is going to marry so-and-so or this couple is going to get divorced. I don't go that route. I try to go th- on things that affect our daily lives, that affect our way of life. Right and 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 these predictions, um, they're they're not uh, you know like these, they're they're not coming from some oracle like okay this is this is how it's going to be. They're things that might happen, might likely happen. Uh, they're trending to happen, and um, I kind of wanted to throw some of this out. And get your guys' feedback on it. Um, and uh, these come largely from a number of articles that I've, I've run across. Uh, some of them have been on LinkedIn. And some of them have come up, <clears throat> as you guys, guys know, I go to these um, business networking meetings throughout the week. And uh, a lot of people that do marketing and do sales and all that have been talking about these trends. So um, I'm going to kind of toss them out there. I have three. 
And the first one is kind of connected to two and three, which I will get to. But the first one has to do with what's going to happen to smartphones. And the general feeling, and and I get a lot of resistance on this when I bring it up, uh, because people can't imagine not having their, their, their phone with them. And I'm, I'm not saying that the phone is going to go away, that the smartphone is going to go away. But what the, the trending seems to be is that the use of smartphones is going to and, and has been diminishing and is going to continue to diminish pretty rapidly over the next few years. Um, and one of the things that's that's going to cause this is uh, there seems to be somewhat of a backlash to them. They're already in, in, in workplaces, for example. You're not allowed to have them. Uh, schools are cracking down on the use of them. Uh, families are now making rules that when you're sitting at the dinner table, you can't have your phone. And there's a general awareness now that um, there seems to be a disconnect in, in terms of how people communicate with each other. Um, one of my friends told me not too long ago, she's a teacher, and uh, she was telling me that uh, there was a little boy talking to another little boy waiting for the bus, and the other little boy wasn't answering, and she went over and shook him, and she said, why don't you answer him? And he goes, well, I am answering him, I'm texting him. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. Uh, <clears throat> and, uh, Man, I've done that before, though. Like, back when my roommate lived with me, I'd, like, text him when he was sitting, like, in the other room ten yards away and ask him if he wanted to get a beer or something. Jeez, <laughs> right. That was just pure laziness rather than – I wasn't really face-to-face with him, you know? Yeah. So, uh, do, have you guys noticed this? Uh, is this something that you think uh, – um, and, and I'm asking you this now because I haven't got the two and three yet because these two predict, predictions are also going to play a role in, into what's going to happen with the smartphone. Um, but, uh, Shane, I'll start with you. Do, do you think this is something that's going to happen or it, what do you, you, think do you believe? What do you think will replace the phone? Something's got to replace it. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. If, it's, yep. if, if there's something feasible that can replace it, and it's the same of technology. Yeah, people will jump on it. I'd see it being replaced just simply because some people okay. want people people want something new. I think the uh, the watches are going to play a role in this, but there's other things that I'm going to talk about. Jack, your initial feeling about this? Have you you know gotten this from people? Have you heard about it? Do you feel that uh, smartphones are here to stay? Or are they are they going to have some competition? Well, judging from how much uh, Lady Q is on her phone, um, I kind of see that staying stagnant. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I she's fairly addicted to it. I I'm not really. I mean, I'll text people back, but I'm not on it all the time. Okay. I think really it's just going to stay stagnant, and what we call a smartphone is just going to kind of evolve a little bit. Um, yeah. The watches, though. I mean, I don't have one because I I think they're I, 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 I don't feel to... that those are going to be a big factor. I think that as, as the technology improves, that they can do more and you know be more lightweight. Um, that might be a contributing thing, but I don't know that that alone is something. I, I haven't known too many people that have just adopted these, uh, you know, watches over their phone. That hasn't happened. I know a few. Like my one buddy has one, and he uses it to text, like text to voice. And then he yeah. ends up having to pull his phone out of his pocket and correct it anyway because it mangles it every single time. So I mean, I think it's going to stay stagnant. I think like they've been around long enough that people who desire to own and use one will, and people who don't want one or don't can't afford one or whatever just won't. You know, okay. I don't really okay. see it going up or down. I think usage is going to stay fairly neutral. Okay. Well, I'm going to bring in these next two points and see if you guys change your mind. This is just a little experiment of mine. Okay. 
the second little prediction is that so, the use of social media is going to drop, and that that is already happening to a measurable degree. If, if some of the stats on this are already showing that, and there's a number re- of reasons for it. Um, the scandals with the data. There was just a big breach here uh, a couple of days ago with uh, people's information being taken. Uh, their uh, pictures and all this other stuff. And, of course, then there's been the scandals over the last two years with, uh, you know, large governments, large companies buying influence, fake news, uh, you know, fake accounts trying to influence uh, people and all this other stuff. Political rhetoric is another reason why I think people... Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. And that that was my next comment. Here's I'll throw this to you guys after I make this point. When social media first took off, there were some very high aspirations. the 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 feeling was okay. We have the social media thing now, and we don't have to rely on the mainstream media to feed us uh, information. And that information is always driven by ratings, right? Okay, so we can, we can now disseminate information and share information with each other that may not be mainstream, and we can uh, share ideas in real time when there's something happening, when there's a crisis happening, or when there's you know political uh, you know something like an election or something like that. You can share your reactions and share your ideas with people in real time as they are happening and there's all these wonderful things and then you know that sounds really great and you know that was like wow why didn't that happen and what what it what turned out was um uh it, it really fed the vanity of people to you know this it really fed the selfie culture um, and worse, like Shane already alluded to, the, it has become a battlefield, not of ideas, but of vitriol. Everybody is uh, putting each other down. Everyone, you, you're not in my camp, so I'm not going to follow you. I'm going to block you. And the, the hatred, and it's getting to the point now. I've had, I actually have some friends who were very good marketers as of, as of a few years ago. They've totally turned into these Trump people now, either for or against. That's all they ever tweet about, you know, is who's being who's not being indicted and who's telling the truth about this and who's telling. Oh, my God. You know, it's it's not what I signed up for. And as 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 far as what I do during the day, I mean, social media is always going to be a part of 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 marketing, I feel, uh, to a degree. And I think that there's always going to be the role of social media influencers now in terms of, uh, uh, you know, uh, reviewing products and all that. I, I believe that's still going to be a force. But the idea that people are going to be as active in it as they have been the last couple of years, there's, I, I believe that the, it, people are going to back away from it. And the, the daily usage by the masses is going to drop. Um, I'll... I'll pick on Shane for this, is that's a prediction that you agree with? Um, the use of social media going down? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that I think it's possible, but I also see possible the increase of uh, faster pace uh, social media. Shit like uh, Snapchat. Yeah. Uh, I see that being, uh, especially mobile apps. Uh, I see that possibly still being an increase because uh, they're very popular. But, right. Um, 
as far as Facebook, yeah, I could see the participation and shit like that going down. Yeah. Yeah, they're on they're on very thin ice. Yeah. I don't know that they can handle too many more scandals than they just had one the other day. So Yeah. Um Go ahead and finish your point. But uh yeah, I mean um I don't know. I think Instagram's pretty strong. I don't think it's going yeah, it's, anywhere. Oh, it certainly is. I just thought all the platforms are quote unquote strong. Yeah. Uh, but the the influence and, and it seems like this soaring use that was happening, let's say two years ago, is starting to, is starting to it, it's starting to level off. Um, Maybe people are Jack, getting smarter. I hope. Yeah, that could be. I hope. Uh, Jack, what's your opinion on this? Uh, I can see uh, the major ones starting to lose a lot of influence, like Twitter and Facebook, due to data breaches, yeah. due to people just sick of all the stupids on their uh, on their timeline. Like I know after Absolutely. election season stuff like that, I avoid Facebook and all that. Because I'm just sick of seeing all the hate and vitriol and people, you know, raging in the wind. Um, I actually kind of preferred it when the internet actually took, like, some kind of technical skill to access, you know. You didn't yeah. have mm-hmm. everybody on there, you know, screaming into the giant carcophony that is the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I can see uh, people migrating to other spaces, though. Um, yeah. Especially with, like, how Twitter keeps banning people over like some people who have didn't even like really do anything wrong it was just, yeah that's starting to get a little yeah yeah um and you can you've seen other places pop up like gab um being one of them which i think got shut down and then brought back up because you know right-wing racism or something I, I can't even keep up anymore but um i can see it kind of i can see the wind shifting but i think people it, around the same rate will always have some form of social media whether it be you know reddit whether it be a twitter knockoff it's just yeah. it, once one platform pisses off a lot of people they're just going to migrate to another one yeah i i, I have a tendency to, to you know to understand your guys points but i i i really feel that it's 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 going to change um i i feel that the daily use the constant uh, checking on things, the constant taking pictures of your lunch, and all that stuff is 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 going to get old. That that's well, going to get old. It also gets to a point when you follow too much stuff. I mean, you're just sitting there all day, you know, just checking on this instead of you know you know doing other things exactly. in your life that need done. I think people will start to realize, yeah. hey, maybe I should like clean my house or do something else besides yeah. sit on my ass on my phone all day. But we'll yeah, see. I, I, I've noticed that people, even younger people now, are starting to realize that interpersonal skills are starting to suffer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the impressions that people have of themselves online isn't necessarily what how you're perceived in the real world. And that's kind of one of my theories as to why uh, a lot of young people are having troubles emotionally and otherwise. Um, well, this, if you think uh, about it, too, I mean, you see people who post, like, you know, their vacation pictures, and but they never post, like, the fights they get into with their wife oh, or sure. kids Absolutely. or any of that. It's always just kind of like a peek into the kind of sugar-coated version of everybody's oh, lives. Exactly. That's Except exactly for the occasional right. drama horror. Yeah. You think these people fight? <laughs> <laughs> no. Surely yeah, not. Of course not. Surely not. <laughs> Um, it, well, here again, that's one of the things that's going to play a role into why we may not, might not be using our phones as much. But here's here's the kicker. Here's number three. And this is something that I'm involved in. And um, um, I really feel strongly that the rise of audio, not only in terms of audio content that you're going to listen to, whether it be podcasts or instructional material or audio books or any of those kinds of things. 
The reason for that rising is very obvious in that it does not require your complete attention. You don't need to sit down to listen to an audiobook. No. Okay. You can listen to an audiobook while you're commuting while you're commuting, while you're working out, uh, while you're going for your walk, whatever it is that you're doing. You can you can take in audio content. But the other thing that is very significant is the interactiveness of audio now. We now have interactive devices in the home. You can ask it questions and get audio content. You can actually even verbally ask it for video content. There's no reason, and this is where I'm leading into with home automation now. Home automation has been around a long time. But now you can, you know, just simply say, I want to... you know, hey, blah, 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 service. I would like, uh, you know, my favorite um, uh, Netflix program I've been watching to come on. Uh, please uh, put it on for me and, and it's going to come on. And uh, th- this is happening in the, uh, you know, in terms of interactivity, it's happening more and more with internet enabled automobiles. And the idea that you need to access information by holding something in your hand whether it be information or whether it be initializing a search or whether it be turning on your lights or accessing an app to do anything in your home is going to start to fall off, in my estimation, very quickly this coming year. And the idea that here again, we've used smartphones to text, we've used uh, smartphones to um, you know, access our social media. We've used smartphones to watch videos and to do searches and all these other things. Ask it what restaurant uh, we should go. You're, you're not going to need to hold something in your hand to do that anymore. Now, and that's not to say that, you know, the traditional way that you do a search is going to go away, um, especially when in professional situations, me, for example, when I sit down and I need to really write something, uh, I'm going to sit at a computer. Okay. That's probably not going to go away. You, you have to have your hands on uh, serious, yeah. you know, to, 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 to do something like that. Uh, but your everyday things, you know, things you, when you get home from work and you walk into your kitchen and you turn on the light to adjust the thermostat, uh, and, and these things that you've been doing with apps in the past, is, is you're not going to have to have that in your hand anymore. And uh, I believe that's going to be a big role. And as a matter of fact, there's a lot of people who are really predicting a rapid, rapid fall off of uh, smartphones in the next few years, not necessarily this coming year. Um, but what's going to happen now with technology in terms of voice recognition, in terms of uh, – you know, doing searches and accessing information and telling your devices what you want them to do in your house is going to r- radically change um, having to do those functions with some sort of a control in your hand. So with that being said, okay, one of the things that I, I believe along with the less use of social media and the other things associated, the, the backlash and the everything else with the smartphone, I believe the rise of audio is going to play a significant role in terms of how um, uh, the, the, the hands-on nature of the phone all the time is going to diminish. But anyway, with that being said, I'll start with Jack. Um, what's your feeling about that? Have you changed your mind at all about the usage of the phone? or? I can see some people ditching them, um, you know, with this audio stuff. Me, personally, I, I like being able to have a camera in my hand and have a 
Um, you know, yeah, that's, a big, plus, that's a big it's, one. Plus, it's attached to a phone number, you know, so you got to yes. kind of have that. Yeah, um, I mean, the, old, the old Ma Bell aspect, I don't believe, is going to go away. Right. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is that I, I really don't like the Alexa or, go, or Google Home or any of that stuff. I mean, it's just it's creepy to me that, uh, you know, it's always constantly listening in. Um, and I will never own one myself. But um, and also, you know, I, I can use a light switch and I can hit buttons on a thermostat. <laughs> but I, yeah, I mean, I can see how people would get into the, something like that. But you know, it's just not home automation is big. It's it's enormous. Well, that's making well, everybody, I, that's making everybody lazy. I mean, it's this country is so ass backwards. We talk about how we got a damn weight problem in this country, and then instead of giving something to give people exercise, we're making something like this. Where when people get home, I just sit on their ass. Yeah, and talk to the damn walls and make everything happen. And yeah, they're, and they're not doing any damn thing. They probably yeah. didn't even turn the knobs on their shower. They probably get in the shower and go hot water at such and such degrees. <laughs> you probably could. And, I mean, that's and, certainly and, possible. And, yeah, and that damn shit just spray out right there. You too damn lazy to adjust your own temperature, and that's how it's getting. Eventually, that's how it will yeah. be. Well, it's kind of like uh, in George Orwell's book. Um, or not George Orwell. Uh, oh God, what's his name? Fahrenheit four fifty one. Ray, Ray Bradbury. Bradbury. <laughs> how he had the. The guy's wife who sat in a room full of screens, you know, that had uh, all of her friends on them, which was kind of like a precursor to him being against television. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. None of that stuff's really for me, but I can see it becoming a big thing because people are inherently lazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, I think I'm going to stick with my prediction that smartphone sales and usage are going to stay fairly neutral and maybe drop slightly. I don't really see a huge seat change in the next five years or so in any of that. Yeah. Well, well, a lot of that factors into, let's say, for example, a lot of phone technology. They keep hyping up these new phones, but they're really only marginally different from the, from the year before. Oh, yeah. The phones uh, that are out now are only slightly yeah. more powerful than the one I've had for three years now. The iPhone yeah. ain't changed in three damn the last three times they've come out, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, it just gets a longer battery life because they yeah. killed the older model's battery life with their updates, which I strongly suspect uh, is what Samsung's doing to me right now. Because my battery, every time I update, it lasts less and less, and it just pisses me off. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Damn. I don't know. Shane, uh, you, you changed your position, or are you going to um, kind of stay with what you said? I could see people... Uh Depending on how it changes and all, I mean, what I would have to see, I don't know if it could happen in the next few years, but um, eventually, yeah, I could see, you know, people more or less, because it's kind of like that movie Her. I don't know if you've seen that movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Yes. I could see the a world becoming like that if we're not careful, where people are yeah. just walking around, talking to the damn computer all day, talking to the phone. Yeah. Where you're just walking around all day having blue, it's like a Bluetooth in your head almost, you know, and just walking around talking to that shit all day. Because that's how people yeah. are getting I mean, they're doing it now more or less by holding their phone, walking around yeah. all day. I mean, you got oh, some sure. People, you got some people can't even walk down the damn street, dude, without yeah. using their phone while they damn walking. Yeah, that's crazy. People getting and, hit and, by cars. And, and, you know, it really makes me wonder, and we'll end on this kind of, kind of note here before I wrap things up here. Um, it kind of makes me wonder with, you know, how this is all going to phase in. When we talk about home automation, you know, the, the day is coming when uh, the, there could be robotic uh, things in the home. Uh, we talked already about, uh, you know, uh, the idea of, uh, you know, ha- having robots that you could have sex with and do other yeah. things. 
uh, and artificial intelligence in general, uh, where this is all going. Um, it kind of makes you wonder, are we going to be controlling the technology or is the technology going to be controlling us? One of the age-old questions. And uh, it seems like the technology is getting smarter and the people are getting dumber. You ever seen that movie Maximum Overdrive? A long time ago. Makes I don't. you wonder. It's a movie, it was a screenplay, not a book, but a screenplay written by Stephen King. And it's about how the uh, machines start trying to take over. Oh, that was made into a movie, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, ACDC did a song for that, I believe. Who yeah. Made Who? That was, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah that, yep, that's it. Yeah, they sure did. It's a good movie. It's, I mean, it's worth watching once, you know. I, mean, I wasn't calling an Academy Award winner or nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The automation thing kind of reminds me of another old Ray ba- or Bradbury story uh, called "There Will Come Soft Rains" about the automated house that's uh, or house that is still functioning after the nuclear war. Oh, you ever okay. read that one? No, but it's a very interesting premise. It's a very yeah. quick story. It's like four pages long, but um, oh, wow. yeah, look it up. I think I think you'd like it. Uh, there will come soft rains. Well, there will come out. soft rain. Wow. Hmm. But it's like a good allegory for what you're talking about, though. Um, you know, the house just keeps going, whereas the people are gone. And, um, yeah, check it out. It's a good story. You yeah. can find it pretty much anywhere. Just Google it. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the... Um, uh, that's one of the, uh, I guess, frightening things about artificial intelligence. If, if, it, if it ever would become self-aware, um, what, where, what would that happen to... What would happen to mankind? That would be a... An interesting, uh, interesting story, and we maybe we can talk about that more at another time. Anyway, just to remind everyone, we are the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. You can find us on Spreaker. The Spreaker app is free. You can find us on iTunes, and you can follow us, tweet us, what have you, on Twitter at Sweet Truth Radio. Now, tomorrow night, Shane, do you have a preview of what's happening tomorrow night on In These Layman's Terms? Muggsy from Australia is supposed to be uh, Skyping in with us tomorrow night. I talked to him earlier today. He did say that he was going to be doing it with us, so uh, I guess I'll go for tomorrow night. It's supposed to be. So uh, Okay, and you guys are on at 8 p.m. Eastern 8 Standard Time. Standard Time, yep. So, All right, uh, very good. And then we return, the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth returns Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. At closing uh, words, I'll start with Jack on this. Any closing words? I just want to say uh, happy holidays, good luck not getting Absolutely. trampled on your Christmas shopping, and yeah. uh, as yeah. I will be doing tomorrow. And um, just, uh, I don't know, enjoy the time with your family and the time you got. Absolutely, that's what it's all about. Enjoy, enjoy it with whoever you love and who loves you, whether it's your friends, family, uh, co-workers. Don't miss an opportunity to tell somebody how much you mean to them. Uh, Shane, closing words? I do want to remind everybody or just make every, let everyone know that there's no way I'll be able to do I'm sure Billy probably wouldn't want to do one either, but Monday night of next week, there won't be a show for Christmas Eve because i just got too much stuff oh, yeah. to do. So uh, that day and New Year's Eve, those two Mondays in a row, we won't right. have a show. Sure. But we will have the Thursday shows. We will have those. Yeah. So. Well, we do have the Monday night uh, the Monday night um, New yeah, Year's Eve show that me and you are doing. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing that here. Okay. And uh, did you still want me involved in that? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Come on out. All right, I'll, I might have some. I'll, I might have some news on that, but I'll, I'll hold you on that. I'll hold. I'll, I'll hold it back until I'm sure. Um, yeah, Thursday night we'll be back, and I thought um, Thursday night we could review the schedule with everyone as far as when we're going to be on, when we're not, and maybe Thursday night, if you don't mind, uh, give us some statistics on this. When I was in your uh, office there today, I noticed the little pegs around yeah. uh, the, the map there, and uh, maybe you could give us some t- statistics. Uh, easy for me to say. Yeah. Uh, the show. Okay. And uh, we'll, do. we'll do. Yeah. Okay, that'll be Thursday night. Okay, everyone. Well, thank you very much for listening to the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. We will return Thursday night. Have a great evening. That'll be good. Bye, guys. We love you. It's Ryobi Days at the Home Depot. Buy a Ryobi OnePlus 2-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks, and get one of over 20 select Ryobi OnePlus tools up to an $84 value, free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other Ryobi tools. So now, going cordless is almost endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. Ryobi Days now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through June 19th, limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details. Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips Combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries.